we saw what developed from the very beginning of the COVID shutdown. The fear that lies within all of us was pulled out and we were placed in bubbles, scared of the outside world and afraid to face the uncertain times. At large, we didn't really know how to handle the uncertainty and many of us were in a state of panic. We view uncertainty as an evil that is to be avoided at all costs. Sometimes we do with all our will and might and being to avoid it. We think that we feel more secure by avoiding it. And the scary truth is we put certainty and security in things that exist outside of ourselves, things that are out of our control, when the only thing that is safe and in our control is our own thoughts and actions. But we hear it over and over again, tomorrow is never promised, which means every day, actually every moment of every day comes with uncertainty. It's, to me, it's about bringing in a balance. And that's what I believe creating a harmonious life is about. By having things in your life that are certain and predictable, like rituals and ownership over your internal environment, and those that are uncertain, that you can accept and even lean into. What this does is raises your strength, your courage, your self-belief and self-worth, and your faith. And I will speak to all of these. So keep listening to learn how you can shift your view of uncertainty being so strictly negative and learn to embrace it as a necessary component of living a full life. Hello, and welcome to the All in Harmony podcast. I am your host, Juliana Lindner, the founder and creator behind Synchronized Mind-Body Method, helping women discover truth, wisdom, and passion for life, unrestrained from the status quo. There's an unbelievably beautiful life that unfolds when we take off the chains, release the pressure, and build our beliefs from scratch. This process is all about getting out of the mind and into the heart, and it's at the root of all the techniques that I discuss in Peace and Power for Moms, the Mind Body Reset Challenge, and my signature program, The Self-Empowered Journey. On today's episode, I want to share how we typically view uncertainty, how overthinking and worrying is leaving us more empty than we think, and the ways in which we can start leaning into uncertainty to build the life we truly desire. So what do we do to avoid uncertainty? We try to control everything. Our view of uncertainty tends to come with these fears and these doubts. It carries a weight of negativity that we try to avoid at all costs. And it makes going through challenging times even more challenging because our mind gets consumed by that worry, that fear, and the doubt that life will be better than our current situation. What happens is we put limitations on ourselves. We think that if we don't go off into the wild and face uncertainty, then we are keeping ourselves completely safe, safe from the pains or the troubles of life, and yet simultaneously safe from not going beyond our perceived limitations. We may stay in an awful marriage so that we don't face not knowing if a better love will come our way. We may stay in a career that sucks the soul out of us, but provides this certainty or steady paycheck so that we don't face going backwards or not even finding a career that would actually fulfill us. Or maybe even feeling embarrassed because we quit something that other people would see as good. These seem to be the most common and I want to add that at the root of both of these isn't just the feeling of fear, it's the feeling of unworthiness. I know this feeling really well and I can recall many times 
and many decisions in my 20s that were had this overarching feeling of less than unworthiness. Did I take a few chances on myself? Sure, I did. But as soon as I as soon as the thrill uh, of the chance wore off and the desired result wasn't there, I would turn my back on it. I eventually learned that I, I was turning my back on myself. And the more I did this, the less I trusted myself. My belief in myself and, and faith that life would be better for me really held this deep, dark cave image, one that I could hide myself in and not surface to see the light until I found a little courage to do it again. Pretty damn cyclical and pretty darn disappointing. Now the emotions that came with these failed attempts were all valid, but it really was the decision or the lack of decision after them that was the problem. It wasn't until this past year I was able to consistently fail forward, continually to take chance after chance after chance on myself despite seeing a failed attempt and really lean into this uncertainty. So I'm going to have you pause for a moment and just be your own observer. Take note of how you feel or view uncertainty in your life. Now, when I talk about beliefs, I always bring it back to childhood. This was a time when our beliefs were being formed and our view of the world only went as far as our exposure did. Now, I grew up in an affluent, highly educated, and one of the safest places to live in the States. I went to a school where close to 80% of the graduates were attending university the following year. The path was defined for you. And if you went against the grain, you were most likely labeled as reckless or lazy or straight idiotic. These conditions growing up were met with these standards. It was certain that to, to follow path A and going with path B was considerably more uncertain and risky and therefore was not acceptable. So this led myself and others down the path of getting almost too comfortable with the outside world being quote unquote certain and predictable. On the other hand, growing up with little tragedy and disruption in my life actually made my ability to handle uncertainty as an adult much harder until it was all uncertain. I've told part of my story on here before and this time of my life when everything was unpredictable and uncertain was the part of my life that made me so much stronger, more adaptive, and had me thinking differently. I wanna go back to the scene that I can still see in my head very clearly. It was a Wednesday night and I, had, I got a knock on the door, not expecting anyone. I was a bit confused because it was later in the evening, right before I was putting my 13 month old to bed and I opened the door and what did I see? I saw two police officers standing there. They were here to arrest me on an extradition warrant of the state of Colorado because I was a fugitive with felony charges. I wasn't even aware of them. In those moments, standing in my kitchen with a friend that I had called to come to my rescue for the second time in just six months, I was facing jail time without a single clue as to how long I would be there or even what my bail was set to. I actually don't remember how I held it together as well as I did as I said goodbye to my daughter. I just know that my strength was being tested again for the second time that week and that I would have to take it one day at a time. That first night I sat on a, in a concrete room with a metal bench and at one point there was four adults crammed into this really small room. I was held there for I think 24 hour period. My body felt a bit numb and it could have been the hard metal 
I was laying on, plus the fact that there was no real knowing of what would come next in those days or weeks. At that time, I was focusing on the adjustments I needed to make, the rules that the jail followed, and being able to survive. I quickly caught on that putting on a face and making sure I held my shit together was my only way to not be concerned by the medical staff and administration so that they wouldn't drug me out. As much as I didn't want to feel the hurt and disappointment and guilt, I also knew that I didn't want to be numb either. I watched some of the girls get medicated and there, it looked like they were completely gone. They were not existent. All they did was sleep. And if they awoke, their eyes were big and bulgy, but empty. So what I did was I held my shit together and I started to pray. And not being much of a prayer before that moment or before that time, it was the only thing I had that was going to help me through that time. The more I prayed, the more my faith grew. And I started to see miracles happen from the defense attorney that I was appointed to the judge that reduced my bail from 100,000 to 5,000 to being able to return home to my daughter in less than two weeks. Every one of those was a miracle. What came from this terrible situation that actually got dragged out for, I think, almost 18 months was some incredible growth. First, I met life with more gratitude. I had surrendered all my control and allowed God to show me the way. I had accepted the responsibility while taking every possible step I could in my control to make things better for myself and my daughter. The second thing was my mind switched from life happening to me to life happening for me. Even when facing the most uncertain time of my life, and this was pre-COVID, I was seeing the lessons in all of it. And this deep sense of knowing that everything would eventually work out. It's interesting thing to sense this knowing inside yourself when there's no outside proof or yet. But exactly how do you do this? And overthinking is just that. You're operating from your rational mind and the mind is meant to be in survival mode, staying aware of danger or threats and getting out, out of this mode takes one thing, slowing down, taking a moment to pause and breathe and quiet the noise in your mind so that you can listen to the other messenger. This other messenger being your heart, your heart's ha your heart has a message always. And these messages that allow you to know things without actually seeing it happen in front of you. This knowing that comes from the wisdom inside of you, your faith and your belief, which is the reason I have a requirement that when you work with me, you believe in something, whether that be the universe, a God, gods, your higher power, your higher self, source, whatever you wanna call it, as long as you have belief. Because anytime you want to change, you're typically only partially aware of what needs to change, which means the rest is uncertain. And you may be able to uncover it piece by piece, step by step. But oftentimes we look for things on the surface, things that we can do, but the real change is in our being and our beliefs. Start by asking yourself, what areas of your life are reliant on certainty? And does this bring reoccurring thoughts or feelings that bring you down or affect your relationships or hold you back in some way. 
ask yourself, where do I place safety and security in my life? And lastly, go ahead and ask yourself, who do I need to be? What kind of person do I need to be in order to lean into? You have to believe it's worth it, that you're worth it. I already know you are. Today in my free community for wise warrior women, I tapped into affirming that I am thankful for the guidance I receive from my higher power. If you think it's time to spend more time with yourself, developing a more loving and forgiving relationship with yourself, come, come inside and see what it's all about. This is a safe space that is meant for you to go deeper, where the only requirement is to stay open. When you show up with me, you first and foremost are showing up for yourself. And I love that for you. On that note, I will say one last thing that I encourage you just like I encourage myself to be you because it's one of the most exciting parts of life. Be yourself and let your light undoubtedly shine. Until next Tuesday, thanks for listening. I appreciate you. Bye for now. Thank you.